0: It, it is reborn, man. I, I'm just gonna say it. it's just reborn, man. This what is Gucci Manucci's? Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. If everybody that's been listening or watching our podcast, big shout out to you guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what is Gucci Manucci's? Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. My name is Darwin. We got Av behind the cameras, and today, man, today, today, we got the man. We got Isaiah Solis, and hey, he is the author of My Start Doesn't Dictate My Finish. Brother, welcome to the
1: Half-Court Podcast. Kind of talk to us about this book, man. The book that I wrote during last summer was because of I got an opportunity from Oprah bound at OU. The lady, she gave me an opportunity because she wanted to hear more about my story. But we played this little game, and then she asked uh, whoever's been in DHS foster care system, and I was the only one that stood up. And she's like, you're really brave because you were the only one. Because usually all the other questions she asked, there was, like, a lot more people. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, you're the only one. So, And she runs a publishing place over there. And she has, like, college students edit for her and stuff like that. So she was just like, all right, then I'm going to give you the opportunity. And I'll help you out, you know, guide you through it. And then that's when I got the opportunity to write the book. And I just took it.
0: Hell yeah! So uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, how old are you, brother? Sixteen. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait. wait you sixteen?
2: Sixteen. I'm sixteen. Okay. What the hell? You were fifteen when you. <laughs> I was
1: fifteen. Wrote that, or how old were you? Um, when did this come out? It came out in February of this year. Of this year, yeah. And okay. I, I wrote it last summer, so okay. I, was, I was fifteen.
2: So when you were uh, t- this lady, you were you were basically like on some freedom Rider stuff, like telling your story, and then she just like like your story or how how did like explain that more like how how, how did that come about
1: so it was we were playing the game like she was asking questions you know and then if you ever been through that situation or that was something you could relate to you had to like walk up and grab a ball and stuff and i was the only one when she asked is there anybody like been in dhs foster care system and i was like yeah me and i walked up and i was the only one sitting there okay she was like you're really brave." And she she writes and stuff, and she helps other people, too, like with publishing books and stuff. And this was at your school? No, it was at OU. OU? I did a five-week summer program oh, called OU Upward Bound. That's and, crazy. And you were the only one? And I was the only one out of, like, I think there was like 30 people there. Yeah. And I was the only one that actually stood up and, you know, and she was, she wanted to hear more about my story. Okay. Man. So Man.
2: So, you uh, told her, like, you just you talked to her about it, or you told everybody your story? No, it was everybody. So, yeah. you had to tell everybody your story that you, you basically the, the stuff I read on the book, yeah. you had to say it in front of a bunch of people.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's so, pretty I, brave, bro. I was just sitting there and I was just like, damn, do I really want to come out about it? Or, and I was just like, oh, well, I'm already old enough, I already moved past it. Yeah. Might as well. And then she asked me, and I was just like, yeah. And then everybody was in there too. So, it was just like,
2: and go ahead and for the people that haven't read the book, like, tell them, summarize a little bit about it. Like, kind of just summarize a little yes, bit about it. Yes, uh, and
0: before we proceed, man, if you want to uh, support Isaiah, you know, uh, you can purchase this on Amazon uh, for 10 bucks, And uh, it's a good book, man. It's a very good book. Uh, it's a, a
2: it's a pleasant read. I read it in, like, an hour or something. I just sat there and knocked it out. Quick stuff,
0: you know, so... Yeah, kind of explain to the people, man, uh, your your backstory, man, because
1: it's crazy. My backstory growing up, it was not a lot of more people can relate to, but some of them can. Just because growing up on the south side, you know, a lot of people look at you as like a minority. They don't want you to win, so you got to come out of your shell and use something you've been through to try to overcome it and still do more. So you got to go back to upon what you were doing and think about it. Like, damn, someone's probably someone probably younger is looking at it too. And they're going through the same situation. So you want to give guidance back to somebody that has already been through it and then someone that's going through it. So my book basically was just telling them about, like, basically what I overcome to to what I'm getting to now. Because literally growing up and stuff like that, I never thought I'd write a book, be on a podcast, anything like that. So I was just, when she gave me the opportunity, it took me a minute too because I was just thinking, like, I don't write books. I never. I hard, like I read, but not hardly like stuff like that. Right, and then I wasn't really like planning on a lot of people knowing because some people like growing up they knew about pieces and stuff like that, but nothing I put in there nobody really knew. So it was just telling everybody about how you can grow up in a rough, a rough situation, and then you can go back to a brighter future. Once you get past everything, you just got to open up. Even if I know there's some people because once you go through all that, you don't really trust nobody. Right. So when you're going, you gotta find somebody you can trust or something you can do, just like music, writing, and stuff like that you can open up to. Okay. Um,
0: how? What? Did, what do you like? Find and where do you find this strength to keep going? Because it's like you went through a lot of shit. Um, and for the people that don't know your backstory, um, you were raised in a
1: foster care. No, I wasn't raised in it. I was. I in was and put out. in it. it in it and was out. Basically in and out. But then about i say fourth grade is when my aunt and uncle was like we're gonna put a stop to it yeah so they just go ahead and adopted me and my sister because your parents were never in the picture at like no nah, they, they were in the picture but like in and out like my dad like my real dad i never never got to really meet him like that so i had no bond or nothing with him but my real mom she was the one that i was you know tugging with in and out the system and stuff like that just because the decision she was making yeah, so, so what do you think it was?
0: Because uh, I know at that point, how old were you when you were going through this process of the in and out? And the- It started from like about, six, right? You it was saying.
1: about six to about 12,
0: 13. Yeah, uh, going on. And what would you think based on what you saw and uh,
1: like what you think uh, led your mom to do that? Was it just the pressure of life or what? I think it, it was really after losing her mom, my grandma, it really, the whole family started shifting. You know, nobody really came together no more. No type of family functions and stuff like that. So it really led a lot of people onto, like, their own different paths because they didn't have anybody to really go to. Yeah. So her, she didn't really have guidance because losing her mom and then losing my grandpa, then her guidance just went away. So I feel like she didn't have somebody that was always on her back, like my aunt and uncle were on mine. Because that's really what pushed me to get the book out because they were like, if you got the opportunity, take it. And I was thinking too, like, it took me a minute because I, I didn't, I, like I said, I didn't want to open up. And then I got to thinking, I was like well, my aunt told me, she was like alright, if you do this now you can impact somebody and probably get harder than you ever thought you would be. So I was like alright, I'm going to take it. Hell yeah. That's, yeah. that's one hell of a you know deal. And like being
0: the age you are, man, like based on what all the shit you've been through, like a lot of people really can't overcome that shit. So they end up doing like you know, drug
1: drugs gangs and, and shit. And, yeah. Like you
2: mentioned yeah. on there, they join gangs and things like exactly. that. Exactly. So, so th- that's, that's cool th- that you were like sharp enough to not fall for, for that shit and like focus on better things like writing and football. And
1: like, there was a lot of things I could have fell into. I could have grown up because I didn't have guidance either.
2: And you could have used it as an excuse. Like, oh, yeah. I had a fucked up childhood.
1: That's why I was like, nah, I don't want to use something like that as an excuse when I know I can do something to prevent it or get better and grow from it. Hell yeah.
0: So your your mission with this book is for the listener or the person that reads it to, like, realize, hey, like, you might have a rough
1: start, but it's not going to yeah. mean you're going to have a rough finish. That's why it, right? it, should, it should be, like, not just a wake-up call, but something you can, like, you can read to yourself and you can realize, like, damn, someone this young could do it. I could, too, you know? Yeah. And even, even someone younger than me, they could read it and just be like, okay, I don't want to fall back into this. And I can just go for this, so that's why I really that really what meant, like made me push it because I got younger like not siblings but family members and stuff that you know that' been through the same situation, they just never had the the guidance to get out so that's what that's what really made me see things differently and made me think like if I can do it, they can too. Oh yeah, and uh, you've been in a couple of uh, podcasts and like uh was it a TV thing that you you were on? I did, uh, my first one was Telemundo, and then I did um, The Positive Truth, Mm -hmm. which was a podcast that wasn't on camera, and then I did the Boomtown podcast, and this one. Oh, yeah, so
0: you're pretty much just out there trying to get your name out there, trying to get your story out there, huh? Yeah, yeah, I I remember you reached out to us a long time ago, and we were book but i was like just give us around august
1: when we get freed up a yeah. little bit and then we we got you man so i was like the way is the way is nothing i'm yeah. ready to wait because it's a long going ongoing process exactly so I'm like, hey anytime i can get on there, i'm gonna get on yeah it. So, so when you did the
0: telemundo stuff uh like uh what was what was the name of the show was it a show that you got on
1: no nah, it was a it was a news what do you need oh
0: it was the news it was the news Okay, so did you go to their studio and, and like, they did nah. an interview or they came to you? How did that they, work?
1: They came to me at the school.
0: It was oh, okay. it was weird, too. And they had
1: cameras on you and stuff? Yeah, they had cameras. It, it was weird because, all right, so I was just, I was in class. And, and how did that happen? All right, I'm going to tell you the story. It was yeah. crazy. Because I was in class. So, at first, I dropped the book. A week went by. Nobody really knew about it. Because I was just like, man, this book's not going to go nowhere. I was just, I was really doubting myself a lot. And then, the... I told my counselor because me and my counselor was real close. So I told my counselor and she sent an email to the whole school and I was like, damn, as soon as, the, after that class in, I was walking around the hallway. Everybody's like, you wrote a book? I'm like, how y'all know? And then she told me she sent it around and I was just like, all right. And then the principal got it. So, and then I guess Telemundo found about it when the school, they reposted on the Facebook page because I already had a post and everything. So they reposted it and then Telemundo seen it and then, I was sitting in my next class, and my principal calls me, in. he was just like, Isaiah, come to my office. I was like, dang, what, what is he going to call me here for? And then as soon as I walked through the door, he was like, how you feel about doing the Telemundo uh, interview? I was just, I was shocked, because that was my first interview ever. And it was like, not even a week gone by. Yeah. He was like, all right. And then he called the lady, and she was like, all right, how's Friday sound? I was like, damn, Friday. And I was like, oh, well, I'm trying to get my name out somehow. Yeah. So... They came to the school that Friday. It was probably about a. Were you hour. hella nervous and shit? I was nervous. Like right now, <laughs> after already doing four, I'm just like. Oh you well, know. yeah. And then that first one, I was just sitting. I was like jittering, and it had like the big old camera on my face. Yeah. And I was just like, damn. damn. You got to get used to it at that point. That, like, that's hey. why. I, and then she walked around the school. We did like a couple shots and stuff, and then we did the interview in the conference room. And they were asking me questions. And it's weird because me being Mexican, I don't even speak Spanish. And they put me on a Mexican news channel. So I was just like, and then I was taking. So made you did me, it in English? I did it in English. And then they had somebody go over it like in Spanish. Oh, oh okay. okay. So it was basically they had like certain parts of me talking in English. And then somebody else was like, like translating, translating. Yeah. in Spanish. So did yeah. your
2: parents not, um, not, they didn't speak Spanish when you were growing up and stuff?
1: No, it was the only. Well, one, he was born here. Okay. i was born but, here but my grandpa was the only one that spoke spanish okay because he was from mexico so but your parents are basically from here too like that yeah we were, my yeah. my parents are still from here too it's just my, my grandpa he's from mexico so he was the only one that spoke spanish okay. like with him always working and stuff when he was alive that he didn't really teach them spanish either okay so i didn't really have nobody to really yeah, teach me yeah, spanish yeah. so yeah. i was just like oh well i gonna stick to english <laughs> yeah <laughs> um
0: man that's crazy so, like, you, you got to get used to, like, those, those kind of interviews and, like, talking and, and, and going forward. And, I mean, right now, I feel like you can start something, like, as far as content goes. Have you ever thought about, like, maybe launching up a YouTube channel or doing, like, Facebook, you know, some kind of content to just keep getting your name out there
1: and, like, just keep inspiring other people? Like, what is your mission with this? Like, I was, like, when I started, because my next book, I'm trying to do something different. So not really on goal with the story, but that would be my third one like after I graduate or something. So basically what I started doing on Facebook was posting like motivational quotes and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Just something I would just think of when I wake up. And, you know, so people can spread it around by like sharing and stuff like that so they can see something different than just my story. Right. Your
2: goal is basically to be
1: an author. Like you want to draw books. Like that's your... Honestly, I really don't. I don't know. You're still figuring it out. I'm still figuring it out because just with that first one... And then all the acknowledgement and stuff I got from me, I was just like, well, it this And people were telling me, like, it helped them a lot, too. So I was just like, well, people already, people, me feeding off of the people's motivation. Basically, everything that they told me really stuck to my head.
2: That you were actually providing
1: value to them. Yeah, like, I was actually using everything. They were telling me and stuff like that to actually feed off of so I can keep going. So when they were telling me, like, it was really helping them and stuff like that. So I started thinking. I was like, well, that one's good, then I might as well just use the money I got from that one to pay for a new one.
0: Yeah, start so, start a new Yeah. Was it overwhelming
1: for you to get all that good, like, positive feedback? It was, because it's not something I'm used to. Yeah. Like, literally, all the acknowledgement and stuff like that, I was just like, oh, well. Because, you know, I didn't, really, I didn't really know what to do with it. Yeah. It was basically just putting my story on paper and having people read it. Yeah. That's how I seen it at first when I first got it. But now that I got on more interviews and stuff like that, I was just like, dang it's really getting me out there somewhere and i seen like when i post the interview the views and stuff on is pretty good and i see people that like do music and stuff you know they're not really getting a lot of views but i'm like people's actually listening to this People's was actually taking time out of their days to provide to me basically because they're yeah. listening to the story i gotta say and everything that i gotta tell to feed oh, yeah. off of. yeah it's uh it's, it, yeah it's a big one it can impact like you said i mean uh,
0: if that's able to, that information is able to get out to the people and change their life and have them see life in a different perspective, especially with all this shit going on right now, um,
1: that's a big W because it's like... Literally, when the the virus broke out is when I started posting motivational stuff because like I, I would attach my book picture to it, you know, like the file and stuff, and then I'd be like, oh, well, use this, you know, get through your next day and stuff like that. Exactly. I was posting just... Just posting like daily, just to try to get it out there, cause I didn't think it was. Literally after the first week when I dropped, like I said, it it was it was dead. Yeah. And then that second week came, Telemundo hit me up, and then it just went on from there. So I just kept sticking with it, and then it just went went from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel
0: like it can it can like you just gotta keep doing what you're doing, and it, it like the book can can even reach a higher level to a bigger audience you know what i'm saying and it can open more doors for you you know because i mean at the age of 16 and you're all here you know you're over here doing all this stuff like at the age of 16 shit i was probably fucking playing video games and eating doritos and shit like you know what were you doing at the age of 16
2: 16 i started working at Browns. i was flipping them patties yeah you know what i'm saying i was working too but
0: i was like shit i would get off and like
2: at 16, it was actually a good year for me. I was I had a nice little whip. I had a good job. It was cool, bro. Yeah. I can't complain, to be honest.
0: So, you be at that young age, being in that mentality and that mindset that you have is pretty big. Well, like,
2: it's crazy because, like, just reading this, it's like, it's a complete different... Like, this fool's going through some mental battles that a, Like, the way I read this, I felt like I was, like, watching a jail show or some shit. Like, <laughs> for reals, bro. Like, you were in a... Because... Like, a, you go into a place, and it's a bunch of people you don't know. Like, it, it was you don't know what the fuck to, could happen to you. Like, you don't know if your parents are going to come pick you up. Who's or who's going to adopt you. And who's like, going to adopt you. That's, you know? I, was,
1: I was trying to put, like, uh, like make it where people can picture it, you know? Yeah, I like can picture that that's shit why, for sure, When man. I was writing, I was thinking to myself, too. I was like, damn, if I put this type of detail, people are going to be able to picture it. Yeah. So it, it's basically like a joke. Show. Like you said, people see it on TV. They don't want to go there no more. So people going to read that and they can picture it in their mind. They'll be like, damn, I don't want my kid to go through that. So yeah, and
0: then uh, imagine I, when they do like a documentary on you and shit where they can like actually, instead of people reading it and imagining it, they can put it together yeah, with visuals and shit, yeah, you know?
2: Uh, yeah, that'd be, a, that'd, be, that'd be the shit because it's... Uh, and you were able to... You said uh, you only had 25 pages to work with to basically tell your whole
1: story in 25 pages? That's all I had. And it's shorter because when I was writing the the editors they took a lot out like that's why i wanted to have somebody else i want to get more connects so i can
0: B- write a bigger book with yes, more so information
1: that
2: way you can go off basically on this one it was just kind of like the they, edges of of the stories and shit that like, i was
1: just trying to compact everything into a little small yeah. little novel and try to see where it goes yeah it was basically a trial and error because it's it, a little
2: mixtape <laughs> a little <laughs> none,
0: none major yeah <laughs> yeah hell yeah um so, uh, you said uh, you also love football.
1: That football is. Yeah, that's, that's your my shit. Sport.
0: That's your shit. So, uh, you came, you just came from practice and head over here, you know. Um, I came. So, uh, what's your mission on the football side, man?
1: Basically, usually I use, like I put in the book, I use football to feed off of. That's something that keeps my, my mentality going. And even playing other sports throughout the school year, it basically is... 'Cause you know, you gotta have the grades and stuff if you wanna play. Right. So doing all that extracurricular stuff, it makes you makes you wanna keep everything up. So you can keep up to, with yourself and then still do something you love at the same time. So basically I just I use football to feed off of. Every cause as soon as you go in there you can you can hit people and stuff like that and you don't get in trouble for it. Right. You out here so on the street pants that day, yeah, yeah I'm gonna
0: slam, I'm gonna fucking body slam somebody like you okay. go to the floor. <laughs> yeah. And it's okay, but yeah. it's okay.
1: You can do a lot of stuff that you can't really just go out and do,
2: and so. you gotta have heart because you're gonna get hit too. So yeah. you can't, you know, you, it's like uh, adrenaline, like yeah,
1: right. it's a
0: little fun, it's a little fun. But uh, one thing I've noticed, man, I think, uh, you know, uh, with this whole thing going on and like the quarantine, I feel like you gotta keep your mind occupied to yeah. not fall in that depression and like sadness and shit. Like you gotta find a way to just.
2: Like from what I got in here, that's what you did. Basically, like throughout that time you were using the writing and football to just which is it's cool, bro, that you were able to do
1: that shit because there was a lot of times like I put in there, too. There's sometimes like something could trigger it and you just be like, oh, I just want to be alone today. You know, you don't feel like doing nothing. But then again, you get to thinking like I did. And then you just all right, that's something I could feed off of. You can't me now. I see things as I don't just want to sit on earth and do nothing. So that, I'm trying to get my name out and try to do bigger things than just do nothing, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you definitely do something
2: taking- useful with your time is what you're trying yeah. to
1: do. Yeah.
0: Is, do you actually, like, um, who do you, like, watch, view, or, like, read when you're looking for that motivation? Is there any specific, like, creator or entrepreneur that you look up to? Honestly, no. Football player, do you look up to any football players? Honestly,
1: not really because anything that I do, I basically just feel like, if i if i can do it then there's really i don't really have no one i look up to there's like some people here and there that i can picture you know because like i can see them do something and i be like oh i want to do that too but then i want to do it better so it's just it's still being humble but in the same way i, well, you I com- want you
0: competing you want to yeah. go yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with that you know and uh that's that's the mindset you know it's like if he can do it all right, I can do it.
2: I'll like do it better.
1: You that's don't want to
2: be like anybody else. You just want to do your own.
1: That, exactly. That's why on the book, they were like, "Is there any, any, in like anything you want to put on it?" I was like, "Not nah, just my first and last name," Cause,
2: oh, like a title. Yeah, what?
1: the title. It it really wasn't that really wasn't pictured to be the title at first. I was really just trying to put my first and last name, but then they were just like, "No, nah, you got to put something."
0: So, yeah, I, I, the, that's important too. Like. Uh, the title is gonna what's what's gonna draw people into it. It's just like anything,
1: like on a YouTube. Uh, you
2: came up with the title.
1: It was it was actually the title was inside the book, <laughs> and then when they edited it and they just picked it out, and then they took oh, that like part you out. wrote that, and then they yeah took I wrote it out and I wrote that like, oh
2: that's the title
1: yeah oh I, hell yeah I hell wrote yeah. that in, like inside a paragraph, and then okay it just they that kinda, part out and then just put it in.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, title is important. So when you do your second book, think about that because that's what's gonna really draw the people into it. Because it's like uploading a YouTube video that you worked hard as fuck for, and then it's just plain. It doesn't have shit. Nobody's gonna click on it because it doesn't have a like a.
1: It's not something you can look at. Right. It doesn't.
0: It doesn't have a title that catches your attention. So you're gonna be like, ah shit, you know. Um, But that's dope, man. That's dope. So right now you're 16. Um, What you're in what grade right now? I'm finna be a junior this year. Junior, okay. <laughs> after you graduate from high school, what, what are your plans, man?
1: After high school. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a hell of a question, bud. Yeah, because that's, that's when I'm thinking it's I'm just hella like, real, man. Because I put myself in your position when I was there, and I was like, like, unlimited options, bro. You could do whatever. You could that's fucking. What, that's like,
1: there's so many different things running through my brain right now. I'm just like, which one do I want to put out there? <laughs> yeah. Now, after high school, I think I'm really trying to open my own body shop. Because I start Metro Tech this year for auto body and stuff like that. For the cars so, and shit? For cars, yeah. So I want to... It
2: looks like you would work at a body shop too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I think I, I want to work up to my own shop. Because me, personally, I don't like working for people. I like doing my own thing so I can like put my own name out there. Right. like I can help, I help people out, but I don't want people helping me, you know?
0: Or you don't want to be told what to do.
1: Yeah, it's basically just... Not just not being told what to do, because if someone tells me something to do, that just part of respect, I do it, you know? But still like that. Calling
2: somebody bosses like calling them daddy. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's what I like to say, too. Like, uh-uh. That Man, manager
1: or, nah, I don't got a boss. Manager, manager. Manager, manager. let's keep it that way. That's I don't got a you boss. <laughs> you, you do your own thing. You do your own thing. You don't got to, you know, pay attention to nobody else, because you can run your shop how you want to. You can do basically what you want. So the the body shops is uh, the ones that repair like the cars or yeah yeah like, okay. like the one that like fixed
2: my the little blue dragon out there yeah <laughs> yeah
0: okay so, yeah that, that's that's dope and that's interesting and you go at your own pace with that like and it's know, crazy
2: because with that if you're good at it you're gonna have referrals like you just gotta be time. good at it
0: that's it you, yep as long as you're good at it you're gonna have work because
2: car my focus insurance crash
0: yep car insurance yeah. take takes care of it and uh, yeah it's just it is and and
2: especially if you're gonna do the metro tick thing like. Once you're out of high school, you already have, you already have that's what I, I wish I would have done. Like if I would have went to barber or cosmetology school during high school, then when I got out, I would have already had my license instead of
0: wait, going through all the, but
2: that's why I, I admire the youngins, bro. Cause they can they're learn, they can learn from the fuck ups that we had. You right. Know, like, they,
0: they, they catch up. Some of them just either take it and, and go with the information we get them. Others don't, but like. If you're able to do it at a young age, man, you're gonna win. Like yeah, the, you go because you
1: have the you have you're, your you're entire. Not waste, you're
2: not wasting time like I did. Like I wasted a lot of fucking time and money just like partying and
1: fucking. That, that's what I'm not trying to like. I don't wasting time. It just feels like it's just wasted. You know, something you, yeah, could, you don't get that shit back. Yeah, time you don't get nothing, You don't get none of it back. So basically, if you can prevent wasting time and do something wisely with it, just like the book, me writing it, being this young. By the time I get that old, my name's already out there. Right. So they're going to see my name on the headlines or on a billboard from my body shop or something. And they'll be like, oh, he's that's the one that did the, this yeah, when he was kid. this young. Yeah. So I was just like, that, that book has basically brought me a long way. And it can, the more I write, the more it could take me on. basically yeah. It basically
2: like it started your brand already. So if you just keep clean and everything, your name yeah. is going to be like, oh, that's that. Kid that went from the foster care to now he has his own body
0: shop, and like,
1: and that's yeah. how that's how I like it too. Because I would be like, now I could just search on my name on Google, now it's already there on the headlines. So I just like, it so your name and,
0: pulls up on Google on Google. That's dope, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I did it. You definitely got to take advantage of time, especially in times like this. Like, like, like I said, it like doing multiple shit. Like, I like when I have a lot of shit to do, and even though it can be overwhelming at times, it helps me like it motivates me and fuels me to get shit done and when I have like when there's days I don't have shit to do that's when I'm like fuck like what what can I do like I want to shoot something edit something or just work out or play basketball or something you know it's uh, no matter what I do is benefiting me so like that's that's yeah. what I always try to do and like advise people like find something that you can fucking stay busy perfect some, your craft and shit I see it as
1: someone with too much time then ain't nothing going to be done. Exactly. And that's when a lot of people fall into, you know, drugs and stuff. Just uh, They they use it sometimes to have fun. But you can do other things to prevent all that. You know, you can go play football, play basketball. So let that hang with your homies or whatever. And that's it's still not really a waste of time no more because you're spending it with somebody else making memories. So you're, you're not just... Healthier. You're getting healthier. You're doing something. You're not girl. just sitting there on the couch watching TV and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean... uh
0: and then with the, yeah, you got a couple of things going on for you, you know, like with the football and stuff.
1: Um, how's that going for you, man? It's going good. I like because, like you said, you stay busy. Right. Like me, I can, like, today, I was just like, damn, how am I really going to get from football practice all the way home, shower, and then come back? And then once you told me the time, I was like, all right, it, it doesn't matter because I'm not trying to sit at home and just. Do nothing.
2: So today, basically, you already went to school, and then you went to football practice. I didn't have school today. Oh, so I just, just
1: went straight to football practice for a couple of hours, and then came straight. After I went home, came here. Oh. How are they and doing it now with the whole school stuff? Are you going to school? How's that? Oh, I'm not going to school yet. On the are they doing, first? like, with the OKCPS, they're doing the first nine weeks online? Because you know how some, some people already went to school, and then the cases went up again. so And they got to shut, shut back down. So OKCPS is just going to do... Damn that quick
0: Yeah the, the thing with that bro Is like uh, With th- that whole Doing it online Zoom shit Like you really don't learn shit Like It's already <laughs> hard enough For me to learn When the teacher's there yeah. Unless you're not An interesting teacher yet, let, yet alone Like behind a camera Or behind a screen Like I don't think yeah. It's not It's just a waste of I time I used to hate
2: math class Cause they had that fucking It was called Alex Or some shit And it was like a, I hated it bro It was an online thing You had to fucking do
0: yeah, hated yeah, like uh, math wasn't so bad for me because at least the teachers were very engaging and they you know tried to get everybody involved, so like you had to be on your toes because if they ask you a question, you're gonna look stupid, and that wasn't the mission, so it was. I hated it, but it, it, it really kept me engaged, you know. Um, that's how it is, they know you're not paying attention or something, and they just right. automatically call you out and just like right. And it's uh, it's funny because like, uh, yeah, you know, you need the math for, shit, but like. Don't incorporate all these y's and x's and all this bullshit I'm never going to use. Have you ever used a letter on when you do your math and shit?
2: Uh, I mean, no, but I guess I understand why it's good to just like
0: trigger your brain like that cuz you might it, have to basically figure just some shit busy out, work. bro, like <laughs> It's like a, So what if I had to use, like, two times Y is divided by three? Well, my like math what,
2: teacher would tell me, is like, you never know. You never know what kind of job you're going to have to get. You never know what kind of. So just fucking learn it. You're already in class. Like, and that's how I always took it. I was like, fuck it. I'm already here, bro. Like, but I would get pissed when I couldn't understand some shit. Yeah. And the teacher wouldn't explain it to me. I'd be like, nah, bro, fuck that. That's why you get paid. I was yeah. that guy.
0: <laughs> you was that guy, huh? Hell yeah. And then that,
2: if I, I knew if I was right, my parents wouldn't trip. Like as long as I had a good argument, I could talk shit. So yeah, was, hell yeah,
0: yeah. Av was that kind of. But what is this? But what is that? But, be but, like,
2: just wait. Be like, no, no, no. no.
0: <laughs> damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, going back to that, it's gonna be uh, a waste of time, pretty much, to do the virtual shit. You know, but it is what it is. Um, I'm over it. I'm over talking about it as well. Yeah. Uh, it's just
2: what uh. What made you sharp at writing? Like, yeah, how how were you able to get good at writing?
1: Honestly, I don't know. It's just basically the only times I really took writing serious was fifth grade writing test and eighth grade writing test because you know you, if you fail the eighth grade writing test, you don't get your permit or your license or whatever until you turn eighteen. So basically, that's the only time I took writing serious. Like, I could write if someone gave me like a prompt or something, but then. Basically, my prompt was for the book was my past, so I gotta go back retrack everything, and then make sure I had everything put in in the right order.
2: Do you use outlines or you just start writing and then dissect it, or how do you like how do you go
1: about? I just start writing and then if something don't sound right, cross it out, rewrite it, just keep going from there. Okay,
0: yeah, that's something to learn. That's for sure. Like uh, getting your your writing skills and then the grammar, especially. That's something important. Like I, I caught a
2: couple grammar mistakes. In oh it. yeah,
0: I did too, man. there probably All was. The
1: time. And huh? then in the book, there probably was a couple. Yeah, there <laughs> was.
2: I I caught them. I caught a couple. Oh, you did? A, <laughs> yeah. Oh shit!
1: Um, <laughs> it's cool though, man. It's I mean it's part of the process, right? That's um, why. Like when I first did it, there was there. Was, I ordered, I ordered twenty five when I first put it out. I
2: should have circled them too. Fuck. That's <laughs> <that it. laughs>
1: when when I first made the they. Um, the editor, they didn't really, I guess, I don't know if they went through it, like, for, fluently, like, all the way or not, but then I was looking. When I read it myself for the first time, I was just like, hold on, that don't make sense. So I even got on the phone, called the editor, and she was like, oh, sent it back. I was like, man, I just already ordered 25 copies. <laughs> I got these 25 copies already here. I already sold them, and then she went back and, her, you know, redid it and re-uploaded it to Amazon. So I was like, all right. And I, I went back through it again when I got the other twenty five copies. I was like, "There's still some misspellings in here," but I was just like, "Oh well."
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I mean, that's
2: the lesson that you're learning with it too is that in the future, I'm sure you're gonna want to like have more control. But in order yeah. to have more control, you gotta have more money. So it's like a being a creator is a battle, man. And I mean, you're gonna have this. This was your first one, you know. <laughs> your yeah, first, it was though. the first
1: one, and I was 15 when I wrote it, and I put it out. February this year. So I was just like, all right, if I start from here, it's something to start and then just keep going from there. Grow from all the mistakes. Because a lot of people pointed out, too, and that's how I first found out about it. Because they were texting me. They were like, hey, did, did you meant to put this in there? I was like, what are you talking about? And then I asked them the page number, and I was like, that's not supposed to be there. <laughs> and then some of the sentences, they didn't make sense. So I was just like, yeah. that's why the, ne- the next book, I wanna, I'm going to have a different editor so I can like, actually sit down with them and we can go over everything ourselves. Cause
2: Lost your shot last editor. <laughs> <You're> fucked up.
0: <laughs> yeah, because their mission is like to make sure everything is good, right? Because yeah, that's gotta, why they're the editor, no? Yeah, that's the whole... Yeah.
2: And I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was I did catch a couple. It was like... Uh, may, I think one of them might have been there. I don't know. I'll read it again. I'll circle them and I'll send them to you.
1: <laughs> and there probably is. I, I be, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I be, I do have problems with some of the where and that's, a, that's thing. Stuff Like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the thing with English. Man, it's so goddamn complicated and confusing. Like I don't know who the hell came up with these dumb words and like let's just make it sound the same but like spell it different and shit. Like, like.
2: Cat Williams said, uh, why why knife? Uh, that should be Knife. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like, take that motherfucker out of there. Take the yeah. silence.
0: that K shit. Like, no, like why? Why is the K in front? Like, I don't know, man.
2: What's your favorite um, subject?
1: Subject? Was yeah, probably weightlifting. <laughs> Any what co- is it? Any core subject? I don't really know. Like elective wise, was probably weightlifting. Weightlifting. <laughs> that was probably the only thing, but. Core wise, was probably. It was probably mad. Just, just because I had teachers that were always on me. You know, they would actually come to me and actually help me figure out the problems and stuff like that. But like in middle school, eh, it was not mad. What middle school did you go to? Jefferson.
2: What do you think about Jefferson?
1: Jefferson, were, it's basically like most of the things in the city. A lot of people talk bad about it until you get there and you're just like, it's actually not that bad. Okay. You just go through it. You
2: never got to see no wicked shit. Nobody getting stabbed or no. Uh, there was,
1: honestly, there was none of that going, going through middle school. Probably just a lot of fights, people getting arrested and stuff like smoking that. Smoking a little weed, a little bit. You know, that was, that was everywhere though. Yeah, that's just even in high school. It's really not that bad. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, Grant is just known for fighting and stuff like that." It really when I got there, it wasn't like that. But before, it probably was.
2: Yeah, that's I don't it know. I think down. it's a good thing that yeah, it's, it's calmed down, man. Because it used to be it used to be bad, so that's good that the youngins are more caught, more chill, more. I don't yeah. know. Maybe as long
0: as they're not like depressed and shit, we're yeah. good. Like the, a
1: lot don't, of people don't listen to that. Bro, was,
2: uh, are you familiar with Lil Peep?
1: No, I don't listen. To no, them. I don't listen to Lil Peep. <laughs> Lil
2: Peep, bro. Yeah, I got a fucking that nigga was crazy. He was he? He's a rapper, bro. But he basically had like a cult. Like a, a group of young dudes that it was a depressed music, but like his his videos get like two hundred million views type shit. Like, like where's he from? 20, uh, from here. What? Yeah, he sounds like Lil Uzi Vert and shit. Like, is that depressed music, but it's a bunch. They love that food. Like, he has a, good, a whole following, bro. It's fucking crazy. But, he died though. Oh, he okay, overdosed okay, okay. and shit and, and died. So maybe that helped the views he too. Though?
0: Like uh, well, that's the crazy 18, part. eighteen nineteen. That's the crazy part. Like,
2: and see, that was one. Like, that's an example right there of somebody that was like he probably had a fucked up childhood, and he took to drugs and right. He took like, the route. I mean, he he was making good. Like, it's not bad music to be honest. It's like like uh hip hop, but like emo ish. But it's, I'm I'm
0: pretty sure like it took
2: work. It took work right. and effort to put those videos out and the songs. So even but though he was a junkie, he was working. You know.
0: I think uh, it's, it's, it, it is reality, bro. But what happens is in those situations is when an artist passes away, that's when their music pops. Yeah. Like bro. I, to be honest, is and I, I, I'm probably fucking living under a rock, but I didn't know who Pop Smoke was until he di- he died. Yeah. And I, just, I listened I to that shit. Either. I was like, what the fuck? You know who that was you. don't even, listen yeah. to music?
1: I listened to music, yeah. but I didn't know who Pop Smoke was. Yeah. yeah. So and I listened
0: to, to that shit. and I'm like, so he died. This shit is yeah. yeah. And I'm like, damn, this shit is fire. Like,
2: and well, the, the, the first one I heard was a Dior. Like, you know, that's yeah, just yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, what
1: the fuck is Basically, this? But that's where social
0: media. How did he? How did he die? Did they kill him or some shit? I guess it's.
2: Uh, it was like a location. He left his location on his phone, and he put a picture and said the location. So they the people figured out where he was, and they robbed him, They were trying to rob him. Oh, they so I wasn't. Then they killed him. Like he Sorry. had a gun too, so pff, they got him. I think. I God think that's how the story man. went. But it was off of a, he left his location when he put the picture up.
0: That is crazy. They caught him lacking. Yeah. That's where social media comes into play a lot, in like a lot of different ways. Well, you got to be careful, exactly. That's what it really goes down to. Cause, how, uh, how do you use your social media?
1: Basically from motivational type things. Just like on my Facebook, anybody can go in there and just, just quotes, quotes, quotes. I don't really be using social media like that just because I like more in life things, you know. My phone and stuff. It I don't really be on it because I use my time differently, not just trying to look at a screen and stuff like that. So I I use time. I take it like real serious. Yeah, man. I've been doing a lot of
0: research too on uh the dopamine shit too, just yep. to kind of like get out of that. Like you had
2: the, a lot of dopamine this weekend. This bro. weekend
0: was off the roof, <laughs> brother. Off the roof. Had a good ass time, but it it it, it was it was. It was needed, man, because uh, it's like grind, 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 and yeah. just get to the point where, like, all right, once in a while we can get But even faced. the grind
2: is dopamine.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. But dopamine actually is something that you get, ex- like, it causes excitement, you know? Yeah. And you, you explained it, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. just, um, you just got to find the right the right dopamine, you know, not yeah, the, bro. you know what I'm saying? Because it's just, like, you get excited. Like, if you don't get excited about something, then it's lack of dopamine, you know? you're just yeah you're just like a zombie like uh whatever right so okay. yeah i've been doing a lot of that especially the, the the social media shit just staying off of it because it's just like unless i post my shit i'm, I'm out like i'm out i have no
2: it's more addicting when exactly people to do. Uh, my, my screen time went down by uh,
0: uh my shit went down by 15 percent, <laughs> brother like that is a hell I of know. an accomplishment right there man i feel like popping a bottle how much was yours? Fifteen percent. Oh, you beat me. Mine was eight. Eight. Hey, that's a progress, though. Four, eight
2: for for average for an average of four hours. That's fucking nuts, huh? How much time we spend on this
0: shit during the day? Like that's a lot. It's <laughs> split it, like you know what I'm saying. But it's a lot. You know what I'm saying. So and
2: I'm taking a little dump here and there, uh, you're just fucking driving at the at the light.
0: Yeah, <laughs> All this shit
2: adds up exactly.
0: And that's one thing I noticed too is like. Every time I'm in a stoplight and I look, everybody's in their phone. Like, they're on their phones. Yep. And it's like, wow. This shit is crazy. Like, it's just to the point where it's consuming. Like
2: That's why at some point I lost hope in society, man. I was just
0: like, we're fucked. We're doomed. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> that the social media shit, the phones. That's an, It's another drug. It's the new... It's like the T-Pain the, was the saying. The
2: kids, the babies, they'll, they'll have... They can't the fucking. As soon as the fucking tablet goes away.
0: Like, exactly. God, you know, exactly. You don't even be
1: seeing kids with bottles no more. They just don't have a
0: tablet. The, or yeah. A but They used to do like, oh, give them the pacifier. No, no, yeah. give them the tablet. And it's like, man, like, where do you guys learn these, like, parenting? Like, where, you know what I'm saying? Like. Well, it's because a lot of people, are, don't, a
2: lot of people don't really have, like, they're living in their own world. So they're just kind of like, they just want to entertain their kids, you know, too where they leave them
0: alone, like. They're yeah, not bothering because you give them a tablet yeah, and that's it. Like they you shut don't the fuck up, right? You don't gotta like be, you know. But let
2: that fucking tablet die.
0: <laughs> it's going man. crazy. No, it's it's crazy. It's a crazy. It's about to go, get wild in the Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, don't make me pull out my belt and shit. Like that's that's the kind of shit. You know, that's the kind of parenting that at least made me the gentleman I am today. So. Um, yeah, the, 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 the chanclas and the fucking leather belts. Like, ooh, boy, I did not want that smoke, you know. But uh, besides that, brother, like, what, what are the, some other things you like to do, man,
1: besides the football? and Honestly, just I guess I can count writing as a thing now because, you know, I started doing a lot more after I wrote the book. But basically just football, baseball, and try to do everything that I need to. Yeah Basically I don't really Like going outside Playing football with my little brother Or stuff like that you know
2: You work right now?
1: No I don't work You plan on getting a job? I really Like Like I said I don't really like working for people So I'm trying to get my own Trying to do everything Not really There's really not a time limit That I said But hopefully Me personally I want to get everything That I I dream of basically now By the time I'm 21 So So You don't think
2: you'll ever have to work For somebody though?
1: No I know Like I would have to work for people, you know, just to get started so you can get a little bit more cash and stuff like that. But if I can continue writing and stuff like that, the income is not really bad, you know? Right
0: now, you don't have that pressure of, like, I got to get a job yeah. at the moment. Right now, you're just focusing on your shit.
1: Basically, I'm just trying to do, it, do as much as I can now so in the future, I wouldn't have to work for nobody, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's just... Right now, I know the income and stuff, you're going to have to work and stuff like that for somebody. You're going to have to deal with it. But then again... In my mindset, I'm just thinking like, if I don't got to, I don't need to. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just trying to.
0: So, you know, with this whole thing, you know, now young kids are also into like the partying, partying scene, and and you know, doing a lot of crazy shit. Like some at your age, or like thinking they're gangster and shit like that. Uh, does that draw your attention? Like, are you into that kind of shit?
1: Not really, because I can I overlook things like that, you know. Cause yeah. I feel like, because like you said, most people they go and party and stuff. You don't know what can happen at a party. Exactly. Y- you really don't know what happened as soon as you walk out of the door. So it's just, if you can prevent things, then it's better. Because you you have you have um, how do you say it? You have. You're always thinking about the worst case scenario. Like,
0: yeah, if I go to that party, maybe something can happen. You know? Because you,
1: you like honestly smoked you don't, in Southwest. You don't know who's over there. You don't know. You know. You don't really. You only have uh control of your own actions so you, right. you can't really just go somewhere and be like oh it's been a good time and stuff like that if you around people that you know like a house party or something like that you know then you, you ain't got to worry about stuff like that but nowadays you just walk outside you don't really know what's gonna happen and yeah
0: even that like uh brothers they say that your brothers and shit and next thing you know they're blindsiding you and bop they hit you and shit like i've seen a lot of those cases man it's like you, you just can't. Yeah, you can't trust anybody. You got to always be... I'm always thinking Once about you that step shit. out, it's, a, it's the
2: jungle, basically. Exactly. It's
0: a survivor of the Especially
2: faith. if you're fucking drinking and doing shit like that. It's, it can get wild. So, like you said, if you can prevent it, prevent it. Hopefully, you know, shit, you're young. So, hopefully, you do stay on the right track and
0: not fall for them demons. Yeah, you're thinking outside the box. So, that's a good plus for you and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, man. Um, like, in five... Five years, you'll be what? Uh You're 16 right now, so you'll be 20...
1: I, I turned 17 in October. So I'll be...
2: 22? So
0: uh, five years from now, where do you see yourself?
1: Well, yeah, you said you,
2: you're on, having your own business, so... you you're, by,
1: by the time I'm 21, I hope to have my own business. Because I don't really... I don't plan. but like, I see college as a, something I want. But then again... If if like I said, if you can prevent something, you take the shorter route as long as you you're still going to the same place.
0: So uh, if you were to go to college, like what what are you trying to do in college?
1: That's the thing. If I go to college, cause I don't know what I want to do, basically, cause after Metro Tech, I'm already have my certifi- uh, certification to be an auto body mechanic. So you can then, get to
2: work and have, right after, yeah,
1: as soon as after that, I can already get hired, you know, at a body shop or anything like that. So I can work probably for them for a little bit or, or do whatever and then start putting money aside and, and then go on to opening my own shop. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what's sounds up. Sounds like
2: a solid plan.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a
0: solid and you're ahead of the curve. So by 21, if you're able to get that accomplished, then yeah, that's... And now you know
2: that if you the if you party and you go do dumb shit, it's going to slow that process down. So that's good that you have... Because at, at 16, I didn't have a plan. I was like, I'm going to go to film school. I'm going to be a barber. I'm going to possibly have a kid i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah i i didn't i, I really didn't know I, I knew i had like like i wanted to be somebody you know i wanted to make a name for myself but i didn't know man i and like i guess with the advantage of like back then when i was 16 social media was barely starting to you know get be a thing but we didn't have the youtube information we have now the motivational people that are giving you those tips so i feel like uh you know the, a lot of the young generation is really taking Taking that information, consuming it, and, like, applying it to their lives and shit. Because, like, we've interviewed a lot of youngsters that are on their shit. Like, yep. you know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's a plus, man. It's a plus. I mean, we're still trying to figure it out. You're not wasting no time. Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, besides other like other stuff, like, you, do you watch the football and stuff? Yeah. I'll, Who's your I'll favorite
1: watch, team? I watch NFL. My favorite team is probably New Orleans Saints. I've been watching them for a long time. Yeah. Man, they got... got. And Oakland Raiders, too. They've been around forever. That's my whole family, (laughs) those two teams. And it's basically just what I grew up grew into watching. Because, you know, Sundays, stuff like that. Sunday, Mondays, Thursdays, when football always comes on. So sports is really, it's always been a big thing. Yeah. So I always grew up into, like, sports, working on cars and stuff like that. That's basically what always made me want to play football and what made me want to become an auto body tech. Yeah. Just because, yeah, like I said, I don't want to work for somebody or pay somebody to do something I could do. So if my car messes up, I'm going to have to go pay somebody this much money, and that's taken away for something I could already pay for, and then I can just do it myself. Yeah. So,
0: um, yeah. It, as far as uh, sports, uh, do you like, keep up with the basketball
1: and college football and stuff like that? I don't really watch basketball. That's more my little brother's thing. Yeah. He's, Hell yeah. he's, a, he's trying to. He wants to be in the NBA. Hell yeah. If I can help them get there, right. The sky is the limit with that. How many brothers are you? I only have one. You only have one. I have one, and I have one, two. I think four, like real sisters, and then two cousins I consider as sisters, just because I grew up with them. So it's
0: a total of what uh, four siblings? Yeah, yeah. So one brother and two sisters, three, three sisters. So So total, wow, total five. Dang. So you're you're the where do you stand like as far as age? Are you the
1: youngest, oldest? With, with my, my real mom, like my biological mom's kids, I'm the oldest. So the whole time of all that past stuff, I was the oldest. So I was the one that took care of them. Okay. And then once my aunt got us, and then that's when I have two older cousins that I consider sisters, just because I lived with them on and off like through my whole life. So
0: you were taking care of your siblings.
1: Yeah, I was. I was the only one basically there, because you know once you're on drugs, your mind's everywhere. Right. So. My biological mom was just everywhere, so I was just...
0: So, had, what did
1: what did you do to keep them on, like,
0: on a good, positive note? Because...
2: What drugs was she on, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Honestly, I don't even know. You <laughs> not know you... All over... How did you know she was on drugs? You could tell. Like, you know, when... You can just be going down the street or something, you see somebody twitching and stuff like that, you, you start thinking, but you're, you're not really trying to assume anything. But then you know, like, the environment they already been, been through and the reason like... Not really why they do it, but the reason why they say they do it. So you can tell there's a lot there's like a lot of things. But I don't know any in like any specific drug she was on. Yeah.
2: You just know she was on something.
1: Yeah. That's what I was just Dang. like everybody it's chooses their own path. It's shit crazy, man,
0: how they come up with all this crazy shit. Like, who the hell invented Coke? You know? <laughs> who I the mean, hell invented.
2: You can go back and and see the history of it. Yeah. If you really want to, like you could go back and see like that's why it's crazy, like, uh, like Escobar and fucking and Freeway shit. Rick Ross and shit like that. Like, that was a crazy thing because that's what flooded. What was it in the 90s, I think, is when the crack epidemic, or was it when- well, the 80s? Is when, like, the, 80s, the crack Pablo's- epidemic was just, yeah. I think, no, I think it was the 90s when, like, Biggie and, like, yeah, because Biggie died in, like, 94 and all that shit. That's when people were, like, like on crack hardcore.
0: Like, it was, like, because, fucking- uh, In the '80s, that's when Pablo started moving the coke, and that shit got here in the United States, and that shit was all over the place. Like you're talking about uh, revenue, I don't know how much millions he would make a day, a day. day. So like,
2: that's the crazy thing. Like that's why it's so fucked up. Though I was reading an article yesterday, and it was like uh, a lot of felons can't vote, so they're still counted in the census and all that shit, but like. At the end of the day, that already puts the lower class in a fucked up situation because most of us can't even fucking vote. So they already do what they want. You know, it's like uh, it's a bad it's a system. And like you said, like you, everybody chooses their own path. And unfortunately, like some people, I, I don't know if maybe weak, but they fall into the There's escapism. Of- like they'll be like, OK, well, I could. Follow the right path But they're like Man fuck that That's just hard Like And that's the And thing. then that's when They're
0: just like Fuck it Let me pop this Little thing right here That's the thing man uh, A lot of people Lack of that Like Going for the hard shit Challenging themselves And that's what really Gets you like It sets a goal For your mind And like Your, your mental state And shit And like You wanna go for more And like To me doing the hard shit Like working out And like Doing new shit Is like it's rewarding for me. Like, it's like, let's get it, you know, whether it's like doing, like working out or doing a video project or whatever the case is. Like, I'm always looking forward to that. But a lot of people don't have that shit they have more of a like what's the easy route what's the quick and
2: i don't know if that has to if that goes as deep as like to the dna or the fucking cell level or what the fuck it is but
0: i I don't know i think it's uh people need to actually start finding something that's hard that they can be like all right I, i think i can do this it's gonna be challenging but
2: and like like you said like the football helps you probably with your writing like just the challenge of knowing like oh shit i gotta knock this fool out i gotta like, hold it down for my team, all that. Like, that helps you grow. And like Joe Rogan was saying, doing diff- difficult things makes him better at podcasting. And exactly. So it's
1: like a... A lot of people, they just don't see challenges as something they can overcome. So when they see something like uh, like me, like I said, if I see someone do something, I, I'm i going to do it, but I can do it better. That's just being humble because, you know, I keep everything is the way I want to do things. So, like, other people... It can be challenging, but then they don't want to do it just because they feel like they can't. But once they, feel they see somebody do it, then that's when someone wants to go for something. Yep. They don't just wake up one morning and be like, oh, I want to start this and then do it. They want to make sure someone else has done it before them. For me, I want to do something that I can just wake up and be like, oh, I'm do- I did this and now other people want to do
0: it. I don't remember who said this, but uh, somebody said uh, there isn't anything new in this world. Oh, I think it was Joseph. Yeah. Joseph. Yeah, shout out to my guy, Joseph. Uh, and then he, he was right. His new video. His new video, he just dropped.
2: Exactly. So
0: that, I don't know whether he got that idea, but that's, it's genius. And I think it makes a lot of sense.
2: Well, there's a saying. It says, good artist uh, copy, great artist steal. That's why they say Drake is so fucking goat because... He takes other people's shit and, and literally, spicy. he doesn't copy it. I mean, he does copy it, but he steals it to where like it's it sounds better when he says it. So he stole that shit. Now it's his.
1: Like people, but he added. His, like, you pe- add people, your little seasoning. Yeah, like to people it. don't
2: remember that verse was from this fool over here. They're like, oh, that's a Drake verse. Like yeah, he yeah. stole Just, that shit. Like now
1: you could be watching like a YouTube video. And you see someone do something, and you go like, get deeper into it, and you be like, someone's started this before you right, did. Right, but the, and but the, that person didn't get acknowledged because he's not as known as the person that's. already Or been. the other
0: thing too is like they add, they add their spice to it, like not it, not necessarily copying it, because then you're just gonna be a copy paste. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a, you gotta steal it. <laughs> Fifty Cent said like, oh, I get I get hit DMs like, oh, listen to his little Wayne track, little Wayne track, like you know through emails and shit, and he clicks on it, and it's not the little Wayne, so he's like. They're, like, imitators. He's like, why would I want to f- sign somebody that imitates when I have the real deal? I know who's the the, yeah. the, the, the real little one. So why do I want to invest my money into, into like, these that, imitators? Yeah. Like, they have no originality. It's Like, add your spice to it. Like, okay, take that idea and see, like, how can I add my t- touch yeah. to it? You know what I'm saying? And it, it was a good-ass video, and I feel like... Bro, that's a
2: crazy shit about uh, T-Pain. I was watching some interviews on T-Pain, and he went through a phase where he was pissed off at the world because, like... At first they clowned him Because he was different Like he was the one With the auto-tune And then Jay-Z came out With the whole like Death of auto-tune stuff He basically got clowned For for coming with A different style And then like A few years later Future came out Sounds like All auto-tune Basically right now Everybody uses auto-tune Exactly And they, they canceled him, basically. Like, the radio stations were like... This is when he started his
0: uh, rap well, career? Well, he went
2: crazy. Like, 2008, 2009, he went crazy getting Grammys. Yeah. He was on everybody's song. But the radio stations got tired of hearing him. Like, because every artist had a song with T-Pain. So it would come through the radio station, and it'd be like, the radio stations don't want to play an artist back-to-back. So it got to the point where T-Pain was on so much shit that they, they had to play him back-to-back.
0: What the yeah, and fuck And the radio
2: just started Getting tired of that shit And was like, like We're not playing T-Pain no more And it just So uh, He got shunned Like you said Like he was like a Originator And they shunned him for it
0: He still made a shitload of money But People don't talk about T-Pain Anymore really like Right um, So was that like Where he just disappeared Because of that so kinda yeah, that, that was a reason of it.
1: It's like a lot of people Bro, started I, knocking him for something. He yeah, like, like wow.
2: people now were saying he was corny because he was like now it, like they got tired of hearing T Pain, but it wasn't his fault. Like everybody just wanted him on the
0: song, but and, and he T-Pain started was, something was different. Killing it, like I wouldn't. Yeah, I, mean, he had I remember all the, all yeah. the fucking bangers. Like I wouldn't even yeah. like. It's like you said He made that shit cool And T-Pain can sing Like you turn off the auto-tune And that nigga will fuck. you Yeah and I mean He had a
2: year where he went stupid Like like he did Grammys here Grammys there Like yeah. it was ridiculous But I don't know It just got to the point Where people got I guess tired of the well, sound Or the Well
0: I think uh, me being T-Pain In that moment Where the radio stations Are like fuck you I'm gonna be like Alright fuck y'all And I'm gonna keep doing my shit Like I wouldn't let and that And he was
2: signed to a label That wasn't That's why the whole Publishing stuff Like It's good that your mentality is like, I want to have control, because that's what happened with him. Like, he he was signed to a label, so now, basically, he was signed with Akon's label. Akon sold the label or some crazy shit, so now he was stuck with some other company that didn't really, like, push They didn't know him as an artist. They didn't really, basically, they just threw a bunch of artists to a label, and then the staff just had to figure it out, like... So he was it just So he went was in bad. a tight Yeah tight situation and He still had two Fuck. albums I
0: think Yeah
2: So, so he had a Throw out Obligation to be for, With them for two more albums it, it, And that's when he fell off That's when yeah. it was like He tried different shit And it just didn't it Didn't stick Yeah And that's what he was saying He was like when I was struggling All these artists That I had done features with Could have Helped me out And they didn't and Like I would hit them up And be like You know I need a feature bro I need to get this shit going Again and They would just, like, send me the invoice and be like, bro, you don't remember the fucking hit I made for you, like, three years ago?
0: Damn. (laughs) It was a fucked
2: up story, bro. Yeah. um, That's why it's good that, like, young people like you can see that type of shit, like, interviews like that. That way people are like, because he got fucked, bro, basically. Yeah,
0: and it's not going to be everything. It's not going to be rainbows and colors all the time. You got to be prepared for the no's and then uh, for the shutdowns and whatever, you know. Um, you might hit up somebody and they're like, Yo, oh, let me get in your podcast or you're this and that. And they're going to be like, not even open or, or not even tell you shit. And you just got to be prepared, prepared for the nose, get ready for that and like move on. You know what I'm saying?
1: You just got to keep on going. You can yes. let someone knock you down and yes. uh, you not get back up.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's what I like. I, I, that's what I like about Drake. And like the people that really talk shit on Drake is just like pure hater because Drake is... Uh, a guy that's been able to, been hot for a decade.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, but it,
0: he's been able to fucking, like, come up with the next shit. You know, like his. He it,
1: wouldn't still be around today if he wasn't good all the way from when he started to today. Well, that's
0: the thing. He, he knows what's hot. He knows how to adapt to that wave, you know. And I think that's why he's so big. That's why he's still Drake, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, it's like you can have something that's not as good as from when you first started, but your name is stuck. So if people see your name on there, they're gonna click on it. Yeah, that's how people get all these views. Even if it's not good, just like six nine, if it's not good, people they already know your name's out there. Your name could be everywhere, so if they see that name, they're just gonna click on it.
2: That's what my because uh, <clears throat> I went to film school for like two years, and I was listening to all the shit they would talk about, and I'd be like, I asked a professor one day, I was like, okay, so if I don't have money, and I was to just, I don't want to go to Hollywood. What is the best thing I can do for myself to just give myself some leverage, some advantage? And he was like, build your name. Just work. Let's shoot videos. Like, whatever you can get your hands on, slap your name on it. Boom, boom. And So I I ran with that shit. I fucking started shooting music videos left and right. Fucking everything, putting my name on it. And it's crazy because it. It worked, you know yeah. what i'm saying like i was able to build a network of people and shit and it's still growing like i'm like what well, you know now we got the
0: av logo right there and yeah it's uh it's, 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 and everybody like ah that's av that yeah the, and you that's know, why i just had
2: to go fucking out there and grind it out like you're doing right now so that's keep keep at it man
0: yeah that's a good uh just study study the game man that's what you got to do just get in there look at what's what's trending what's uh what's popping and like Add your little spice to it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I think uh, another thing that, I mean, if you're not too comfortable in front of the cameras, but if you are, you know, you can start, you know, putting put in those quotes in your stories and, like, just keep pushing people, man. Keep That's what I'm trying cause to you Because you, you, you're already out here. You have been in a couple of podcasts. You got interviewed by Telemundo and stuff. So, like, you know... Being more active as far as, like, the visual side of your Facebook page, I think that would give you a even more v- advantage, you know.
1: That's when I, that's why the last time I did the interview with the Boomtown, yeah. he told me to make, like, a business page so I can put anything aside from what I don't put on my personal page. I exactly. Can put it in there. Like, so I, I did that. That's why I made the, the business page, and I started putting, like, every time I get an interview and stuff like that, I go put it in there, put the link.
0: Yeah, um, and then, like, you know, before practice, you know, if you want to... If you got a quote in mind and you don't want to type it in, do a quick video. Hey, I'm here in practice. Uh, always, you know, something like... I feel like that's going to give people even more like, oh, shit. Like, he's out here, you know, he's doing shit. They can see. Because behind the quote, the quotes are good. But I feel like people want more. Like, it gets to the point where they want more. Like, all right, what what is Isaiah about, you know what I'm they saying? They don't just want to sit there and read something. Right, they, they right. They want
1: to actually... They can hear it, and they can feel it, you know? Exactly, exactly. Even, even if you read something and it got, like, good description, you can visualize it. Yeah. But then again, you're just like, I wonder how it would really sound if he put it, in, like, out there in his exactly, words. Exactly, exactly. I know what you're talking you about.
0: You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, because you're, I mean, like I said, you're already out here. You're already doing interviews and stuff, so just give people even more of that, you know? Um, but it, it's, it's all a process, bro. It's all, you're going to figure it out. You're going to blend it into your workflow, man. But, um, yeah, um, what else do you want to add, brother?
1: Anything I got time.
0: (laughs) Well, if you got something, let us know, bro. Because we've been here now for an hour and two minutes. Do you got any other
1: questions?
2: Um, when do you? When is this next book coming out?
1: I'm in the works with it right now. It's just I want to really put more time into this one. So because this this money's coming out of my pocket, so I gotta make sure everything's perfected. I like that one. I didn't really pay for nothing, but all the copies that I ordered to sell my like personally. So I want to – this next one that I'm going to put all my money to, I want to make sure it's perfected. I want to make sure it – not just the cover catches people's attention because that cover, it really wasn't planned. It was just, I need a picture. And I was like, oh, damn, all right, I'm just going to send her this one. And she was like, oh, that one doesn't work. Because I personally made one. I made, like, a custom one myself, and I wanted to use it. But she was like, oh, it's not going to work. Just because it had – it was a picture of the city and it had just like all my pictures like in it, you know? So, it, it didn't work. So, I was just like, all right, then I'll just send you this one. But this next one, I want to make something. You're going to have more
2: creative control. Yeah,
1: I, I want to be able to do more of the things I want to put in it personally rather than someone telling me, oh, no, this doesn't fit it. This yeah, no. yeah, yeah. You know, I want to I be able to put everything that I really want to put into it. So, not... Because like I said, people visualize things and it's going to make you want to open it. Yeah. Right. If you have something that they can look at and they're going to see it, you know so they're going they're gonna want to open it yep. and then see what's inside It's basically like a Christmas gift it's covered, but once you unwrap it, you see the packaging it's like damn, what's the inside look like so this is basically how I'm trying to do the next one, but I'm in the works of it right now I hopefully i I want to drop it probably probably basically around the same time I dropped that one the that one in like February okay. because I started that one and June I think it was early June no it's probably middle June and then yeah. I started writing on it at night and stuff like that you know staying up late just to try to perfect it even though a lot of things didn't go as planned but this next one I'm gonna actually perfect it and make sure there's no miscorrect spellings and yeah. everything like that so I'm going can I
0: uh, challenge you to something uh, while you're at it so when you do the second book can you give us the uh, audio version of it like do your research on it, on how it works. If you got to pay somebody to maybe, you know, narrate your book. But I feel like that's a, another opportunity, another window for you to get out there. Because I would definitely. For
2: the, la- for the lazy motherfuckers like Darwin. That no, not, not to- lazy motherfucker.
0: <laughs> but the, the, the people that can't sit down and read a book for shit because I'm always on the go. Now, I was really and thinking
1: it, about that, too, because on Amazon, when I go to check my sales and stuff, there's always a link that pops up like uh, doing do audio version. Yes, like I was thinking of it too with that one, but I don't want someone else narrating it. You know, I want to put in my my own voice and stuff. Yeah, so I want want to see if I can get some connections. You know, right?
0: Like like do your research on it and see how it works. How does it cost to upload on these audio platforms and stuff like that? But if you want to do it on your voice,
1: shit, get it, man. I think that's get
2: get the little stream money.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I know it's gonna cost, and I mean. Money is not really, you know, nothing I can really. You got to spend money to make money. Yeah, that's so. how I see it. I like when I paid for the copies on that book. I was like, all right, then I plan it out. All right, if I put this much money, in, how my how much am I going to get back out of it? What can I put back into it? So basically, anything I made off that is going into the next book. So there's really no nothing wasted. Yeah. So I want to make sure anything that I put into the first one, I'm gonna put more into the second one. Hell yeah, nah, man, but it's the uh, audio version is it's all, it's on the tip of my tongue i want to try it probably with the second one because the second one not a lot of people really know but i'm trying to do the poetry yeah cuz I, I can i like like words of wisdom and stuff like that you know i want to do like cuz the next one is 44 pages so i'm going to keep going up just as more as the i grow and the money grows i want to add more to it so that one started at 24 the next one i'm going to do 44 and then just keep going from there. So I'm gonna try to do a, probably 20 twenty, twenty motivational quotes like on each page, and yeah. add different stuff to it, and probably some some poetry, some longer ones, going on the last other twenty. And what I'm trying to do too is, I, th- I think I texted you about it with um, I'm trying to get more sponsors, cause I want to add a page to the book like everything that I done did, and like all the sponsor pictures and stuff like yeah. that. That's what I'm trying to do next. Oh yeah. Um, to,
0: what are you, what are you, what is your plan for that, man? Uh, now would be the time to tell people, you know, uh, it like, how do you trying to get more sponsors?
1: Sponsors really, I'm not really trying to get any money or any gains out of it. I'm really just trying to put my name out there. So there's like little businesses that could buy this many copies and they sell or do anything like that. Just anything to get me more out there. Right. That's why I started, like, when I hit you up too, I texted you about how I'm trying to get my name out there. So I was I already seen, there was a lot of people that. I've been watching like on YouTube, even when I seen Aaron, because I used to watch when he recorded Castellines in the old videos. So I was like, then I got a podcast now. So I was thinking like all the different stuff and uh, all the people that I had connects with so I can try to get in, get onto more platforms and other things like that. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, You're doing it right, bro. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Real talk. Uh, We'll leave all the information. We'll leave a link to your book um in the description we'll also leave your business page that way if people want to get a hold of you you know they can do that they've you know
2: and uh, as soon as you have the next copy man fucking let us know and we'll we'll advertise it on here do whatever we gotta do
0: there's uh, a there's another podcast man a friend of ours that if you want to hop on I can get you hooked up with too you know uh the the Alex
1: Taylor show you know that'd be a good one yeah uh any ones i 'm trying to yeah the brody the prevent. brody
0: yeah the brody will get you well, he'll get you in man he's uh, he's his podcast he'll is pick at good. your brain too yeah he'll pick <laughs> your brain too man um, but yeah we'll get in touch with that band. but uh, is there anything else you guys want to add before we wrap this up I think
2: I'm good, man, just keep doing your thing, keep a good head on your shoulders and don't be influenced by
0: the by the fuckery, man. Exactly, because there's a lot out there. But, yeah, uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, that is Isaiah Solis. Appreciate you c- for coming through, man. Uh, we'll leave the book in the link of the book in the description. Uh, if you have Amazon, you can definitely purchase that and uh, help support uh, Isaiah with that. So, yeah, without further ado, we're going to wrap this up. Peace.